0: Lot Talk Radio. This is Mark Grace.
1: Tonight on Ready
2: to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete. welcome to episode 3.13 of Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete, the podcast. We're coming to you live from Bayside, New York, Comac, New York, Freehold, New Jersey, for this episode, the beginning of baseball season. Welcome to the show. I'm Steve San Pietro, one of your hosts. Let's bring in my co-host now for the podcast, for the program, for the radio show, for the thing with the guy and the thing and the other guy and the thing with Tootie. And that guy, you know that guy, Goggly Goots. Here he is. Hey. Live from City Field. Well, actually, he's home, but he was at City Field today. Oh, earlier. My, uh, my partner in crime, my partner in grime, my partner in, uh, I don't know, Enzyme. Genetics. Why do I always go to enzyme? There's a whole list of rhymes. Rhyme. Your partner in rhyme? My partner in rhyme. How about that? Mm. Uh, Brian Calneva, Calpino, and the Caliente is what he does. Welcome to the program, Brian. Good evening, Stephen. How are you? I'm good. Today is uh, April 5th, 2012, opening day at City Field.
1: sure was. There.
2: We were there, Cal. Uh, are you sure? Because there were a lot of empty seats. A lot of empty seats.
3: You sure uh, we filled them?
2: <laughs> we're going to talk all about the uh, the Mets opening up today with a big win against the Hadlander Braves. And uh, Pop Culture PJ is going to join us eventually. When he wow. get
3: around to it.
2: Yeah, he has a sort of pain no mind. Eh. He has a pain no mind post-it note on his forehead right now. <laughs> Those guys,
3: I get to them when I get to them.
2: I uh, I saw a tweet the other day, we're going to talk about Twitter later, because today was my first non-Twitter day in probably a good year. Sure was. Where I did not check Twitter at all. We're going to talk about that. But um, I saw a Twitter post about uh, Post-its new slogan. Right. And it, it, the slogan is like, stick it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the tweet was like, I dare you. Oh wow! A challenge, right? It sounds like Post-it is challenging us. (laughs) Stick it anywhere. I dare you. You you want to stick it on that? Stick it.
3: What was that? Was the old um, wasn't there a battery commercial? I dare you to knock it off my shoulder. (laughs) Why? Why is dating myself?
2: Why is there advertising with such attitude? Like why is why is advertising challenging me? Like Uh, I dare you jerk
3: it's all it's all in your face style that's that's what sells these days
2: that's true the uh even when they uh unveiled the new nfl jerseys it was in your face it was it was first of all it was in brooklyn Brooklyn. Uh any any what were they in williamsburg like what what (laughs) nike unveiled the new nfl jerseys which are long awaited like this was like a big deal yeah and they had it in brooklyn
3: quite ho hum if you ask me
2: i think they're i but i think that's great Bry.
3: yeah no i'm i'm glad we were we were talking about it and and we were we're gravely afraid of of what nike could could come up with based right. on their aragon uh, travesty
2: and maryland you just don't want them to yeah. turn it into uh you know into a video game like right. you don't you don't want it to look like You don't want it to look like the jerseys you design in Madden. It should not look like anything I can design in Madden for the made up for the Austin Rhinos, which is always the team I put together. I like that. Yeah, yeah, when I do franchise and I create my own franchise, Austin Rhinos.
3: You know, but but, but they're the Texas Tech colors. Okay.
2: Which would never play in Austin, by the way, ever. Is that why you do that? yeah because it's u t'm I'm doing, I'm doing Texas Tech Colors in Austin. if there was a pro football team in Austin, I don't know what they would do for the colors because UT is like pro football there anyway, right, So you'd have to be that light brown or whatever. somebody will my, my brother-in-law will no doubt call me this week and be like, it's Auburn or whatever it's It's yeah, rust
0: mahogany it's, it's rust.
2: rust. that's what, hey, you know what? I'm not teasing. he loves UT. They love UT. There's nothing wrong with that. UT is, a, UT is a pro team. It's a pro team. For them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we got a ton to talk about. The Yankees open up tomorrow. The Mets opened up today. Cal baseball is back. What a magical day. It's nice. you, and I both, you and I both went to the game and we were texting back and forth to each other about like how we were sort of, we were like little kids today. I don't know why I was the same way, Brian. Like I was so excited to go to opening day today.
3: Make no sense the this year of all years. I mean, I've been to opening day. We went last year. We went. not not even remotely the same feeling. Nope. You know, Maybe the weather had something to do with it. It was a beautiful day.
2: It was a beautiful day.
3: Last year it rained.
2: Yeah. It was cold and windy.
3: Late in the day. Right.
2: It was <laughs> it was like a Hemingway novel.
3: It was <laughs> The sea was angry, my friends. Yeah, it was like, it was a, such a harbinger
2: of the season. Like, it was yeah. 45 degrees, and the best description was raw.
3: Yeah, oh, every, <laughs> everything about it.
2: Right, it was a raw day. Um, and today was nice. It was, the weather was great. You know, it was a nice day game. You had Johan Santana on the mound for the first time in a year and a half.
3: That was, I think that might have been another issue because last year, didn't Mike Pelfrey pitch that game?
2: The inimitable.
3: Like right. Right. So it was, you know, just a little different feeling this year. But it was, and again, I couldn't put my finger exactly on what it was. But just this year, more than in years past, I was really excited and and, and happy to be there.
2: Yeah. And and we talked about this a little bit last week, Bry. But I was talking to some. Uh, I went to the game today with my uncle and about, you know, ten or twelve of the guys that he works with, and they're kids. You know, there was like a six-year-old or a nine-year-old, a twelve-year-old, a fifteen-year-old, and stuff. And of course the child abuse jokes, you know, ran, you know, oh you made your you're making your son a Met fan and a Jet fan, you know. That's funny. But, but well I usually head it off the pass, so I usually say it myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's gonna be a Met Jet and Islander fan. I know, child abuse.
3: Do you squeeze a horn after you say that?
1: <laughs> apparently
2: I'm on the Muppet Show and I'm <laughs> sitting in a balcony. <laughs>
0: Met, Jet, and Islander fan, that's child abuse. (laughs) I liked that sketch the first time.
2: Uh, I have no punchline there. But anyway, the feel from a lot of these Met fans, Bri, was, oh, the Wilpons stink and the team stinks and blah, 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 blah. Yet there was this, as we talked about last week, it's like a free year. It's like a free year. You're you're rebuilding, you have no expectations, zero expectations. And so these longtime Mets fans are like, you know what, we're kind of rebuilding. Like, I'm I'm excited to see what Lucas Duda is. I'm excited to see hopefully 600 at-bats out of Ike Davis. Like, you can see what you have this year without any pressure at all. And then signing Nice was not lost on this crowd. No. No. Extending Johnnie's was not lost on this crowd.
3: Now, see, we traveled in different crowds today.
2: Right. Just, like, just like high school, high school all over again.
3: It's well. Um... <laughs> That's a joke, Brian. It's a joke. You don't have to get all. I, 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 I was. It... I was there. But... I I Is it, Joe, was...
1: Steve? Is
3: I, it? I, I thought it was the – but where were you? (laughs) I was there. I was uh, was with the Hills West people. That's right. Because of Daniel. Yeah, well. Okay. Welcome back. That's another podcast. Welcome back. We welcome you back with open arms. Thank you. Um, So the crowd that I ran with today was – did not like the knee signing, believe it or not. Oh, come on. Felt it was a year too soon – Felt that by giving him money now, after he has not pitched a full season, you are rewarding mediocrity.
2: They do understand that he's going to be arbitration eligible next year.
3: Oh yeah, no, and and the the caveat caveat, (laughs) (laughs) or if you're a Kennedy, (laughs) Uh, or the caveat, I can't do Kennedy at all. Um, uh,
2: uh, The caveat,
3: uh, this person really likes me really likes that he's on the team, is happy, just felt that it was a year too soon. And
2: they do realize that they bought themselves. We're we're alluding to the fact that the Mets gave John Neese an extension of Mm -hmm. what is this five years at a very reasonable $25 million. Very reasonable.
3: Right, and it's it's pretty back-loaded too.
2: And also, it avoids arbitration-eligible years. Right. So you avoid the situation which they had this year, which was paying Mike Pelfrey $6 million to be Mike Pelfrey. Right. This, this avoids that.
3: Well, it, it 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 doesn't because by the time Nice gets to Pelfrey's time in uh, time in service, you could be paying. They're going to be paying him six million dollars. Exactly, but it'll be four or
2: five years from now, and it'll be you know what I mean. Like it, it, you won't have to do it. You opted for it already. You won't go to arbitration. Right. See, but see five years from now, or four years from now, when that pays six million dollars. Arbitration-wise, he might be getting $10 million. That's true. They, 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 believe me, this is, a, this is a good baseball deal. He's 25 years old. I agree. But more than that, the, the crowd seemed to feel like, oh, the court case is settled. And you know what was overwhelming, Brian? This idea that all of a sudden now that the court case is settled, there's intelligent baseball people in charge.
3: Just now? Just now. There there hasn't been until the settlement. That's correct. Oh, that's interesting. Well, there have been,
2: but nobody wanted to say it.
3: Why not? I don't know. Because the rhetoric was was all about Madoff? Uh, That's right. I mean, you know, the case is settled. They're going to pay out the settlement. They're going to move forward. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. It's done. It's yeah. in the past. Let's move forward. Yet that didn't stop a person from having a professionally made sign that says "The Wilpons made off with my team," right? And, and was standing there and you know getting all the TV coverage and the cameras were all around him. And which, by the way, well done. <laughs>
2: I mean, not un. It's not inaccurate. Inaccurate's not a word. Yeah, if
3: that's, if that's what you if that's what you're going for, but I feel like you know. That's it's it's done. Yeah. Support Let's the move team. Forward. Support the team. Like at this point now support the team. And just a lot of negativity, a yeah. lot of woe is us. We're met fans and I mean I had people sitting behind me today. Just just real awful human beings. <laughs> you know, just they just you could tell they were just, you know, miserable people that couldn't wait 6 months to get out to City Field for the first day and just vent and unleash negativity. I mean all of it. I mean everything. Yeah. You know, cursing out Dan Daniel Murphy singles gets a second hit of the game and he's being cursed out when he gets to second base because he didn't tag up on a fly ball from by Jason Day. <laughs> cursed out.
2: Cursed out.
3: You know? Dylan- I, I know. Dylan G got cursed out because he dared have a goatee during the uh, reading of the ground rules of City field on the, right. on the scoreboard. How right. dare get that effing thing off your face?
2: Are you I, serious?
3: Wow?: Oh oh, it was awful, Steve. Really.
2: I mean, that's just ridiculous.:
3: It was awful. It, it,
2: look, it's, it's a sporting event. Some people's lives are, are not great. And, and, so they, and so they, and so they, no, no, I'm not, I'm not justifying people doing that, that sort of thing. John. We had somebody two, maybe two rows down from where we were sitting, uh, up in the upper deck, with the bag over the head. Yeah, on opening day, the
3: bag over the head. Look, on I, opening day. I, I, you know, and it's, it's funny because, as I was sitting there listening to these buffoons behind me, that were just, you know, railing for Buffoonery. no reason, Oh, it was awful. Um, and I'm, so I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm going to be talking to you tonight about this. And what am I going to say about it? Am I, am I going to go on? Am I going to just rip these people because they're stupid? Um, and then I thought, well, the the argument on their side is, well, we paid money. We paid that's good right. money for these seats so we could do whatever we want. We're entitled to do whatever we want. And that's true too. Yeah, I, I just don't like this whole – i don't I
2: don't they're, I don't, they're no. not gonna be able to get out from under it, Cal, until they win that's it but, but I mean they that's, won, it. but
3: they won, but they won today,
2: yeah, they, I know, but that, that doesn't make game. a difference that doesn't make a difference because the overwhelming feeling of this fan base has been embraced by this fan base, in other words, this Mets fan base likes this, it's like the jets,
3: yeah, you're right, it's
2: become their identity.
3: it's like the Red sox fans,
2: it's the woe is me, we stink, we're gonna suck, blah 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 blah. And they have embraced the negativity now as like a defense mechanism.
3: They have, but still complain that their team doesn't, doesn't win or spend money. Right. Like they, they would trade it all to win.
2: Well, I'm not saying they do it intelligently.
3: Yeah, it's, it's playing both sides of the coin.
2: To see right. What it needs. I'm not saying they do it intelligently. Because if you take an intelligent look at this team, I think you saw that the bloodletting is done. You see that Sandy Allison, There are smart baseball people in charge. They're trying to be, rebuild the organization via the minor leagues and pitching, and there are some players there. But at, at the end of the day, Brian, it's not the players' fault. It's not Lucas Duda's fault that Fred Wilpon invested and Saul Katz invested with the Mado. It's not his fault. You know, he plays baseball. That's the team he plays baseball for.
3: Awkwardly, but he does we, play baseball. <laughs>
2: He's fun to watch go get a fly ball, isn't he? Oh boy! Oh boy!
3: He is. He is fun to watch, and and you could tell that he's trying. It's he's not out. He's not lazy. He's not out. No, he's just, oh no, he's, wor- he's, he's just working hard. And he's not. He's just not a great athlete. It doesn't he, seem like he's just not blessed with grace. Yeah, he, he's a
2: ball player and a hitter.
3: He's not he, a great athlete. Yeah, but he but he's like a bull in a china closet too. Yeah. He just
2: Meanwhile, kinda, he can probably like dunk over you know somebody, but I'm sure. The best, the best count was after Dan Ugla booted that ball
1: mm-hmm.
2: at second base. I was talking to a guy, and I said, boy, we may be looking at the two worst-feeling second basemen on the same field in the same day in the history of baseball, <laughs> or at least in the last 50 years, <laughs> like going against each other. Like two absolute butchers at this when they When they make a clean play. It's a round of applause. It's a round of applause. But gosh darn it, can they hit?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they. they that's you know, that's the old find a position for them because they got to keep their bat in the lineup. But exactly.
1: Exactly. Both well,
3: really bad. Let's
2: uh, let's uh, let's talk to PJ for a second. Let's talk to Hi, PJ. Hi What was that? Hey.
1: Oh, it's Harry
3: Carey. <laughs>
2: What are you doing there, PJ? The Bishop Pop Culture PJ, everybody. What are you doing, buddy?
0: Good evening. Oh, doing great things. I'm enjoying a little, um, little uh, micro-brew craft beer.
2: Mm. <laughs> what do you got, a uh, lesbian, lesbian squirrel nut zipper ale there? What do you got? Santa
0: <laughs> Fe nut brown ale. Ooh. Do with that yep. what you will.
2: An aristocrat. uh uh-huh. <laughs> He eats his steaks medium rare.
0: That's right. I'll be looking uh, down on you for the rest of the episode. <laughs> you,
1: can, can I just listen? say,
0: I was just listening. I was digging through the archive, as you oh. do. And I pulled up the, I believe it was the October 27th show, okay. which was a fantastic show.
3: I remember it well.
0: Uh, it had discussions of uh, All in the Family and the offshoots of the Norman Lear shows, if you recall. Yes. Um, but the other thing about it was uh, this was this was the show right after you guys went to a Jets game
1: together, right.
0: <laughs> and you are in much finer voice and much finer it seems to be overall physical condition post. Mets game than you are post Jets game. I mean, you guys were so worn out from the Jets game, you had actually canceled the show. <laughs> you needed a day of rest. That was and actually then you had to four come days back later. And you still didn't sound great. I mean, you, it was you know, four we were days talking. later. Yeah, but <laughs> you still didn't sound so good. Right.
3: We literally had no voice. We we both lost our voices at that game, like two morons.
0: You, you, yeah, you, you sounded like Jerry Lewis and Ed McMahon at the end of the telethon.
3: <laughs> I did have my tuxedo tie askew. Right. It's been a great, just, been a great
1: night. Excuse me. Oh.
3: Let's go to the tote board, <laughs> Rosen <and> Garden.
0: <laughs> it was great, and I, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Um, was, was that, that after Cal key? saying, it, "If you it wish to like a Star? It seems like this song? was a very low key experience.
2: It baseball's it's different. It's just different.
0: Yeah. Should we should we should IQ up Carlin? Baseball and football sketch? What?
2: If if you have it.
0: <laughs> In football you shout. In baseball you hum. What? You what hum. What's the difference?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it and that's that's part of it. It's also uh Cal was probably really thankful that he wasn't next to me again or his shoulder was probably really thankful that he wasn't next to me again, since I beat Are the living crap out again? of
0: him. Are you punching people again? you doing the hard hit?
3: I get very the com- excited. The camaraderie to
0: punch that you do that everyone hates and no one can tell you to your face they hate it?
3: That's not what he does at at a sporting event. <laughs> do me a favor. Bring this <laughs> up is, on the radio bite? show.
0: What does he do? Does he bite?
3: No, no, no. No, no. He he uses the shoulder to to launch himself up onto the, the seat which he purchased. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right.
3: So to get a, he gets elevation that way and then as he comes down kind of smacks like as if to get your attention if you like you weren't watching the same thing he was watching right next to him and he's smacking you.
0: What a gorilla. I, I don't Hurts. know.
3: How. Painful. He didn't I'm, do that today though, right? I'm right here.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm you still on the I'm still on the podcast.
0: You ought to be told. This is not the way a grown man behaves.
2: <laughs> you don't come to Vegas and talk to Mo Green that way.
0: <laughs> Although today you said you were both kids; it was cute. We we uh,
2: we were, and I I don't do that at at Met Games. Met Games are much more,
3: you know, like George
2: Collins said, they're pastoral. All right. Um, it's very nice and calm, and you you hang out, and you get excited, and you stand up where there's a strikeout or something like that, but. It, you know, football is like the Romans at the Coliseum. Like, it's it's very, very different.
3: Well, Plus, the at, the atmosphere is, is much more charged, so you, yeah. you blend into that I as think. opposed to uh, baseball games.
2: It's more nuanced as well, you know. Uh, like you're were watching, you, were you the mayor football? of your
0: row, like you were the mayor of your row at, uh, at the Jets game?
2: I believe I was actually elected mayor of the row, by the way.
0: Okay. That's Did you awesome. run
2: unopposed, or...? No, there were two guys against me. Wow. <laughs> and uh,
3: I ran on a platform of,
2: hey, we're the Mets, let's have a good time.
3: Right. Oh, as opposed to the, uh, oh, woe is us, we're the Mets, yeah. only the Mets. Uh.
2: I had two woe is me candidates against me.
3: Yeah, they canceled each other out.
2: Um, they, <laughs> they did. Well, you, know they did. Think,
0: you know what I think I've vote. Guys are, you guys are acting as, as sort of like people who've had like a near-death experience. <laughs> Or a very close call, you know, with the, with the Wilpons and the Bernie Madoff thing, and and the the athletes that the team has lost this year. You're surprised that the team is even is, is even there. It's like it's like every day's a gift. You're you're in that stage right now.
1: <laughs> every
0: day's a gift. That's, That's you know, how it that mean, city feels.
3: <laughs> that might be somewhat accurate.
1: That's yeah. not far off. Okay. That's not bad.
3: You know, I've, like I said, I've been having a hard time putting my finger on it, but mm-hmm. that you might be onto to something, PJ. Because I got some that, blood
0: work—it wasn't all good news, but every day's a gift.
3: That is—that's kind of you know—it's still baseball. Right. It's still life. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, good.
0: It's I think that's baseball. very mature.
2: It was. It was. It was. It was being there for like the first pitch again and a new season and optimism and you're not ten games out of first place and there's no courtrooms and there's no. Uh, clawbacks and there's no crap. It was a baseball game, and it, you're there for the first pitch, and you're watching Johan Santana pitch for the first time in a year and a half. It's just nice. You 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 know you're, you're 12 years old again. I I and I and again I had the luxury of also getting ready to watch the game with like a nine year old and a 12 year old and a 14 year old that were all in my group. And these kids, you know, actually. You're not the put, mayor.
0: You're like the guidance counselor, really.
2: <laughs> I was a little bit of both. And I told I told two kids they have no future. So <laughs> no, you're wow. talking
0: about colleges.
2: So I was so I was just like my guidance counselor. <laughs> oh. wow. You yeah no you should think about a career in the sanatorial arts, right.
1: <laughs>
2: the sanitation arts. Um, no, but uh,
0: you're, you're going to be a so, traffic cone guy. You're going to be the guy who, <laughs> who drops the traffic cones in the street. <laughs>
2: you see that guy taking tickets? There we go. Um, no, it, it was it was great to to see these kids like put their iPhones down or their you know their DSs down or whatever, and sort of watch the first pitch and watch baseball and and be into it. Um, it was it was a really nice experience, and you know what went on on the field was nice. I mean, it was good if you're a Met fan. You saw the script. You know, you saw you saw great starting pitching. You saw David Wright get a big clutch base hit. You saw a uh, solid, you know, fielding. Uh, you know, you, you saw the, the guys catch the ball behind Santana. And then you saw the three new relievers throw, well, besides Burdak, uh, three new relievers throw four shutout innings and lock down a save. And you saw a player leave within an injury. Yes, which, of course, we'll have to play that up.
1: Wah, wah.
2: Uh, which is just I don't know. PJ he's referring to the fact that both of us had the unfortunate experience of having to listen to Mike Frances on the way home oh. who basically stuck his boot in the mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? Like
3: just oh. on the Met win. But again, I'm not really I'm not only referring to him. That was the you know, that was the feeling in my particular section at City Field. Right.
1: He's leaving in the sixth inning.
3: Oh jeez, only the Mets. Because no one gets hurt playing baseball. No, and no one, he wasn't already hurt <laughs> right. for the last two weeks and valiantly tried to play today.
2: Right, and also had a walk to lead off the inning where they scored the run and started the rally.
3: Right, no, this was just at a, you know. Right.
2: He's already out of the game. Good, good, good trade. Good, you're, you're an intelligent baseball
3: fan. Fans, you
0: guys are just you're brutal.
2: We're not brutal.
0: They're brutal uh, to the team, and then you turn around and you're brutal to them. It's just it's a it's the vicious uh, cycle.
2: Because the, the, be. you know what, Pete? The negativity is frustrating. It's frustrating if you if you hate and unnecessary. And, right? If you hate the team that much, why are you
3: there? That's exactly what I was going to say.
0: Well, you're Mayor McCheese. You should have gone over to them and and
1: <laughs> sort of you, you was different...
0: them in your positivity. <laughs> McCheese. Wait, hold on. <laughs>
2: I need to get. Do you have an instant impression for Mayor McCheese?
0: <laughs> I can do the hamburger.
2: <laughs> rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> Was there better marketing, by the way, than like Mayor McCheese and the hamburger? I mean, just. That is well, well done. Well done, McDonald's.
0: I only wanted to go to McDonald's.
2: Yeah, well, they they didn't sell any hamburgers. They've struggled. It reminds reminds me of the old Dave Crossbit. Did you ever hear the Dave Crossbit about uh, McDonald's? Like, you, you don't need to do commercials anymore, guys. You got it. You, you won.
1: <laughs>
2: like we you, you want. Like I'm not going to wake up one morning and be like, McDonald's is selling
1: hamburgers now.
2: <laughs> when does this happen? So true. Like, oh man. Like, I like you could, that. If you're McDonald's, and this is not cross, this is me saying, if you're McDonald's or like a company like that, you can save millions of dollars in advertising. <laughs> millions. Can I say that I
0: felt like a kid do. today too? By the way. Why that? I went to the Museum of Natural History.
2: Love it. Favorite museum.
0: It's uh, the best in the world. Yep. Best uh, museum took, ever. Took my kids to see the dinosaurs. It's not a good
2: museum. It's a great museum. <laughs>
0: in a league of one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What'd you take him to see? What now?
0: We, well, of course, we saw the dinosaurs and we saw the gem room.
2: Nice. And
0: and uh, they have a new exhibit on uh, bioluminescent life. Wow. You know, like glow worms and, and why do mushrooms glow when they're stuck to logs and stuff like that? It was great.
1: Wow. Cool. And then we- I
0: topped it off with... Uh, an autographed book by uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's oh one. come on! I mean, I, tell me you're not you're not jealous of that. You're jealous of that.
2: We went to a baseball game today. You 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 enriched your children's and your own life.
0: Yes. Plus That's I have a nice coffee table book
3: now. Wait now now hold on a second, PJ. Holding. My kids were in school today. Right. Your kids were not? No, no. They had off today. No,
0: we got the spring break this week.
3: Yeah. Oh, the whole week? The whole week. Ah, we've got it next week.
0: No, we've been taking trips. What was the last thing we did? What did we do on Tuesday? Hold on, guys.
3: Oh, he's, he's well, going to we check. we went to the
0: zoo. I forgot.
2: You went to the zoo.
0: We went to the zoo. We went to Turtleback Zoo, where there's no turtle. <laughs>
2: By the way, just FYI.
0: <laughs> There used to be a turtle, and the people would ride the turtle, but you can imagine, that doesn't, that doesn't fly anymore. No. You, know, you could do that in the 70s. You can't do that now.
2: So now it's just
3: back zoo.
0: Well, there's a turtle there, but it's a big bronze turtle, and you can... It kind of lost all of its lore. But the zoo itself was great. We saw That's it. great. So you're
2: having a big week with the kids.
0: Big week with the kids.
2: By the way, DeGrasse Tyson... Easily top five uh, nuclear physicist, astrologer. I mean, easily. Overrated.
0: <laughs> totally rated.
2: First time. I mean, he's the first ballot Hall of Fame astrologist. Overrated. Oh, come <laughs> on.
0: Overrated. Who do you got?
3: Who's at your <laughs> staple, Cal? Who's your guy? <laughs> Who's your astrologer? Sagan. I take Sagan any day of the week.
2: Please, yeah. come on.
3: Sagan couldn't wash his
2: shoes. You're lost. <laughs> if you think Sagan is in DeGrasse Tyson's even...
3: even Universe. universe neighborhood. Universe. Thank you. <laughs> in his universe,
2: you're lost. I don't know what to say about you, if that's what you think.
3: They're not in the same solar system, I'm telling you. If DeGrasse, you get what I mean, you see what I did there?
2: Go see DeGrasse Tyson's 1997. Go look. <laughs> look it up. Hey... <laughs>
0: The next time you come over, give me, you know, give I'm, me a, the numbers. I'm going to force you to look at the book, by the way. I love the guy. Are you kidding? I didn't. Well, how do I know this? No,
2: we're joking about the fact that if Mike Francesa got a hold of this, he would, he oh, would sure. uh, destroy a caller on uh, the fact that he even brought up Carl Sagan. Right. It's <laughs> old news. How could you even – how could you even say Sagan's in uh, – actually, it would be the other way around because right. Sagan's old school.
3: Right. right. He's there first.
2: Right. So it would be DeGrasse Tyson's not even in the same ballpark. All right,
3: Sagan defined Cosmos
2: He defined it You lost it's, a the <laughs> it's
0: his show He wins the car
2: It's his show He wins the car
0: The question is moot The question is moot <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what If I, I, I if I ever produced Francesa I would play that sound bite Every time he hung up on a collar
1: <laughs> I would
2: play the, the question is moot I get the car I'm the host <laughs> The
0: question is moot
2: was that Jesse Jackson?
0: Julian needs Moot
2: <laughs> Was that Jesse Jackson?
0: No. No,
2: who was hosting that 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 SNL? It was Jesse Jackson.
0: No, I was doing That Reagan. was Jesse Jackson. <laughs> that was
2: the question of Moot. He was that doing
0: Cross
3: Lagan. <laughs> <Or should laughs> I get the car. I'm the host.
0: <laughs> I show.
3: <laughs> hey speaking speaking of SNL, did you see the news that uh, Wig, Sudeikis, and Sandberg are all leaving? No. Yeah. After the season? After the season. Wow. They
0: all made a decision. They wanted really short film careers. Mm. (laughs) That was a better move. We're trying to move in and out of the movie business by 2014. And we figured we got to start now. (laughs) But
2: you know what's
1: interesting? (laughs) I want to do
2: six movies as fast as I can and be irrelevant. Anyone <laughs> to be who's
0: completely, got me? completely forgotten?
3: Who's got me? In the you used to see that in the past where big chunks of them would go at once, but you haven't really seen That's like, an Exodus. Three, yeah. Three, yeah, three of them at once until until now. And someone else just left mid-season. A hater? They, they just lost somebody mid-season. I'd and say I, Sudeikis, will have a career. He will. And, and Sandberg's going to find a niche too. Yeah, and Wig now is... Wig uh, thinks she has a career. Ugh.
0: They they could all actually become white hot, but you know what? Not for long. It's
2: right. Just, it's, Who has staying power there?
0: Who they are, yeah. I,
2: I I Again, they can all carve out nice little careers for themselves, without a doubt. I mean, they'll all work. Right. But no, none of them is going to be what they probably think they're going to be. But you know what? You, you can't kill them. Like you know, the time seems right. Maybe they got a couple of movies in the can or whatever. You know, hey, like the and, wig. And,
0: you know what? She's always got nude scenes. If it starts going downhill, <laughs>
2: <right. I'll laughs> well, she. Sure. I mean, she's white hot because of bridesmaids. So now would be a good time to go. You sure. know, but I don't know. Not successful. Peach, while you were enriching yourself and the children today.
1: Watch it easy.
2: What you were enriching yourself and the children? I what. You went to a museum. We were at a lousy ball game. Ah! Right. I know. He, once again, looking down your cherry wheat ale at us. <laughs> as you, you, as you come saying, home.
0: Nuts as you brown say, ale.
2: Squirrel nut zipper. It's lesbian delicious. almond ale. Pilgrim. By
0: the way, I'll be sideways <laughs> by the end of the episode, so watch yeah.
2: out. PJ's going to be hammered by about ten
0: fifteen. Wow. Notorious lightweight. Uh, <laughs> that's that's my rap name, by the way. Notorious
3: lightweight. <laughs> it's a it's a good it's a good thing this wasn't FCC observation night. Are they I here?
0: I'm for and I'm ready to dance.
1: Notorious,
3: Notorious lightweight. lightweight. <laughs> Did
2: you just drop a rhyme on us, Notorious Lightweight? <laughs> I
1: had a, I had a,
2: <laughs> I, had, I had a sip of a mimosa and I'm
0: Lightweight.
1: I had a
2: sip of a mimosa and now I'm lying on the floor.
0: Notorious lightweight.
3: Wait. <laughs> Wait, it became like an 80s robotic song? <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I don't know why I suddenly became Herbie Hancock there. I don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> Absolute vanilla. I can't take any more.
2: Notorious lightweight. lightweight. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) That's how the song ends. That's me. (laughs) That's
0: that's me. In the whitest voice I could conjure. That's
2: me. Song ever. (laughs) Stop it. Um, (laughs) Hey, Cal. So the Mets win
3: today. Hey, yo, before, before we get to the game. Yes. Before we have get we, to the game, have we not already gotten to the game? Go no, ahead. we haven't. Not yet. I yet. Wa- I wanted to get your thoughts. It's opening but day. We've only
0: gotten as far as the stands.
3: Yeah, that's true. Now now we're going to get into the, the experience proper of the day. Yes. The opening day experience. The
0: aisles, the ushers, the popcorn. Let me hear it all.
3: That's, that's exactly where we're going with this, PJ. And, you know, feel free to chime in. If, an opening of a museum that you've been to, if you get the same feelings. You know, opening night of a tour.
2: Of an exhibit. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You
3: know, but when I King, share when, what I can. Yeah.
2: When, when King Tut rolls into town, you know, and they have a new Tutankhamun exhibit, and you're there, opening day, you're there.
3: Early.
0: Right. What's the middle of my name? It's culture. Is
3: it not? <laughs> it is. It All is. All right. Somebody's got to have it around here. Yeah. What were you going to ask, Cal? What I was going to ask you is for, for me, I, I like to get to opening day, and there, there are specific things that I like to check out. I like to see what's new, things that happen on opening day, things, you know, kind of reacquaint myself with the park after being gone for six or seven months. Is there anything that you, like, you really look forward to on opening day or, or like, like for example, today, when you walked into the stadium, what was the first thing that you did?
2: I looked at the walls, the outfield walls and the new dimensions. First thing I did. Right. And how glorious it was to see blue walls.
3: Looked nice, right?
2: It looked... Every year, they seem to figure out a new part of making it a Met Park. Right. Like, it's not that hard. (laughs) You know, but the park opened in 2009. And they have screwed it, you know, they screwed the pooch on the opening. But every year, they've learned a little bit. They put a Met Museum. They made the Seaver entrance, the Hodges entrance. They... Uh toned down the rotunda. They took some of the Dodger paraphernalia out of the gift shops. That sort of thing. <laughs> uh they they made again they made the Met Museum. They expanded the fan walk. Um then inside they took down some of the signage. They made the Shea Bridge instead of the Hellsgate Bridge. They made the, they named the bridge Shea. They moved the old apple out in front of the ballpark. Instead of
3: underneath the instead of
2: underneath the bullpen. Right. Um, so it's a meeting place you get off the subway you meet at the Apple um, so every year they've done something better and this year the big story was they moved the fences in Right. so that was the first thing I looked at I wanted to see how the walls looked and they look great I have one complaint of course not a complaint but a suggestion Actually, let's do that it's not a complaint it's a suggestion
1: hmm.
2: constructive criticism not a, a suggestion. They don't have to do it. It's not going to break my heart if they don't. But if you're going to make the walls blue in the outfield,
3: I know what you're going to say. Finish the job on the yeah. sides. No. Oh, oh, it, it, then, that bugged me to know. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't explain to you. And that was where I was going with this entire um, pitch.
2: Well, that'll be next year. Everything takes a year for the Wilpons to figure out what they should do in the first place takes a year
3: where you were sitting in the outfield right
2: i was sitting in 335 left field straight up on the rail
3: okay so you were over the fence
2: like over but we walked in from uh uh, we went in the the left the left field uh, the right field entrance so we walked all the way around i walked across the bridge walked all the way around
3: okay so i was down the i was like in the right field corner on the field level yeah down by the foul pole so from my vantage point, if I were to look straight ahead, you know, like I have to I have to turn a little bit to see home plate. Right. Turn a little bit to see the outfield. If I were to look straight ahead, all I saw was on the right side of my vision was the blue wall. And on the left side of it was the dark charcoal side wall. Yeah.
2: And it just – I mean just, why not just do blue the whole way around?
3: Yeah. It just felt like they just dropped this new wall right there. Right. <laughs> almost like, almost like it wasn't finished. Yes, which you know?
2: again, when you spend 1.2 billion dollars on a park, why would you finish it? Mm. Again though, it's 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 not going to kill me. It's, it's not a suggestion.
3: It's a nitpicky thing but it was it was driving me crazy. It was
2: a little annoying. It was
3: it just didn't look right.
2: On the field, Bry, we saw five innings out of Santana uh, after a year and a half he had to be pleased with that. He started, you know, he got in a little trouble in the fifth. He walked the 8 hitter, the uh, Pastrnicky kid, right. Which he got up, he got up on him 0-2, and then he got too cute with him and tried to, you know, get him to swing at something in the He threw him a changeup. He threw him a fastball up and away. Blah blah blah. And then he lost the pitcher, so he walked him, and then he lost the pitcher. But then he got uh, uh, was it born on a comebacker, and uh, really, I thought the biggest thing to me with uh, Johan today with Santana was that he looked free and easy.
3: He he did up in, until the la- up the up until the
2: 5th. Yes. Until the end of the 5th.
3: And even the first two batters in the 5th he was fine.
2: Yes. And, and then the, he it just uh, he didn't seem to be injury labored. He seemed to be pitching labored, fatigued. Exactly.
3: Right. But I'm but uh, but really noticeable how how quickly he hit that wall it went yeah it's like he hit 70 pitches and it was like gone done but on the flip side of that unbelievable fortitude to gut gut his way through that i mean many 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 other pitchers would not have been able to get out of that you know he was he was in a free fall and he was able to 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 salvage it yep and and you know (laughs) what
2: after a year and a half after a surgery that has claimed the careers of guys like mark Pryor. And uh Chin Min Wong has not even come back yet. It's been two years plus or whatever. You know, let's see how he feels tomorrow, of course. But this guy, you can't ask he pitched five innings to shut out ball.
3: Yeah. You can't
2: ask for anything more than this.
3: Yeah, I mean his, his location was, was pinpoint for yep. the first four innings. Pulling the string on the
2: changeup. You know, he only hit about eighty nine. I didn't see him touch ninety. Me neither. But and he will eventually hopefully as he gets loose and it was a, you know a bit of a windy day or whatever it was only you know 60 degrees he may and he, or he may not but no, he will cal he he will it's going it, to take time but even if he doesn't it doesn't matter he's a change up pitcher beforehand
3: i just i just feel like we're watching um similar transformation that pedro martinez went through from Absolutely. dominant hard throwing in control pitcher to a guy that is just and you hate to say he's getting by on, on guile because he he's got he's got good stuff still.
0: He's still got good stuff.
3: But he's, he's inc- just an artist. Right. And he's incorporating that that, that knowledge and, and you know the 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 thought behind his pitching. Right.
2: He's a pitcher. Yeah. I mean he's never been a thrower. He's always been a pitcher. You know. He,
3: he was a throw he was a pitcher that could throw hard.
2: Right. But I'm saying he, he, you know, he's not that guy who just, you know, like you know Bobby Parnell. I mean, Bobby Parnell's been a thrower for years. Right. Throws the ball 100 miles an hour. Great. We don't know where it's going. Super. You know, Santana learned how to be a pitcher, and now he can rely on that. And he was really good today. It was nice to see David Wright with a big base hit. He had two hits today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murph had two hits. Uh, Murphy, I should call him Murph. I'm not on the team. Uh, but Josh
3: Tolley with two hits.
2: Josh Tolley with two hits. Everybody hates Josh Tolley, by the way. We talked about it last week with Flood. Yeah. As as somebody was bagging on him. I was talking to somebody as, when he was up and I was like, you know, you gotta lay off Josh Tolley. Like what you expect Piazza or Hunley or whatever. He's not gonna hit for power. But if he gives me two eighty, you know, with a three, you know, seventy five on base percentage, I don't care if he hits five home runs. Who cares?
3: It's not bad. Just keep the bottom of the order moving.
2: That's it. Just you know, the kid hits to eighty. And ninety percent of them are, are you know, <laughs> seeing eye ground balls to the right to the left side. I don't care. So anyway, Tully with two hits, uh, right with a big clutch hit to drive in the run in the sixth. Great work out of the bullpen. Great
3: work. I mean, excellent. Frank Francisco looked sorta of calm. <sighs> it's so funny. I said the same thing. I said what struck me most about him was his composure. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Uh, ready pitch. Got the ball, threw it. Yeah. Didn't Think about it. it. The po- And and it was the pop-up to the catcher that totally caught, the second batter. I forget who yeah. it was. He got the guy to pop up to the catcher, and he just very calmly just pointed in the air. Like, yeah. here it is. No big deal. Settle under. Yeah, it was really, <clears throat> really strange. I wasn't expecting that.
2: <clears throat> no big histronics when he closed it out?
3: No. Pumped, no. though. Yeah, hey, pump, pumped his fist. That's well, it. He was appropriately pumped.
2: Well, we didn't have the K-Rod, you know, pointing to the heavens and uh, dancing. and Yeah, uh, none of that. And, uh, uh, you know, it was just very calm. He seemed very composed. He seemed nonplussed by the whole situation.
3: But you know what?
2: By, you know, his last pitch that, that he got the strikeout on was 94, 95. Yep. Um, so I was I was really impressed with him. He seemed, we got to get a closer song for him, by the way. Yeah came into, what was it? Oh, I turned to somebody and I was like, boy, we have got to get him a closer song. He came into like jitterbug by wham. I mean, it was just like something really bad. (laughs) And like it was obviously not his choice. Right. It was just what they were playing on the pitching change between innings. Right. But it was, oh, man. Oh, I can't remember. It was really
3: good. It was just an awful song. Speaking of of songs, you know, entrance songs or, or hitter songs. Yes. I, I could not get past this whole thing with Jason Bay. Yeah. The thing with Jason like Jason Bay appears to be done. Yes. I hate I hate to write a guy off, but he appears to be I he doesn't look like he's gonna be able to regain the form that he had a couple of years ago. He yes. might show glimpses of it, he might have two week stretches where he hits the ball hard somewhere. But for, for all intents and purposes, he's pretty much done. But the paradox of that is that he's painted as this good guy. Right. He's a really good guy. He's trying really hard. You know, just just stick with him. It's it's all going to click. You know. Still got now, b- today. Huh? Still got booed. He he did well. M- my point is that ninety-five percent of the people could care less. He, they just want him to hit home runs. Nobody cares what kind of guy he is. Right, you know, right. but I'm a sucker for that stuff. As am I. I know you are. So, <laughs> he, so here's Jason Bay, the Canadian. Yes. Good guy, good teammate, just trying real hard to stick around. He's, you know, and now he comes up to Pearl Jam. Every at bat. He, he used Pearl Jam every at bat. Yeah. And it was just like, God, I want this guy to be good. <laughs>
1: I just look. He's got the
3: song, and he's he's
1: trying. Oh, he
3: took it up a notch. Like it's almost like he is playing (laughs) the sympathy vote (laughs) as much as he can for a very specific demographic. (laughs) A very a very small, maybe maybe a a demographic of two. I don't know. No,
2: no, adult men, ages you know, like (laughs) twenty-five to forty
3: maybe even older than 25 you know no
2: no no i i i have a my uh, my cousin's 22 loves pearl jam yeah billy who designed our our website uh-huh. our boy billy at gefkin design designed our website 21 22 loves pearl jam okay.
3: love them so All you right. you you're talking adult males like ages 22 to 40 it just felt a little manipulative you felt a little, you felt a little manipulative emotionally? Manipulated okay, a, a little, but it worked because, you know, I was like, why I heard
2: even flow fire up when he was walking to the plate. I was like, oh, Jason. I
3: was like, "Damn!"
2: Oh, state of, lo-
3: state of love and trust. State of love and trust.
2: He used, he used state of love and trust. He used even flow. Definitely used even flow for one at bat.
3: Not today. No. You sure? It was all yeah. state of love and trust? Three times. Oh,
2: I thought even flow was for one. Oh, maybe the first, maybe the first at bat. He jacked that ball to the. Uh, he almost hit the three-run homer. I was just so happy he did not strike out right there. Yeah, Bay there comes was, up was... after they've taken the lead. There's one out, first, first and second, and uh, hits a ball. You know, it, I mean, he he put a move on that ball with two strikes. I was just so happy he didn't strike out. That crowd would have turned on him. I well, mean,
3: that's well. I said to my brother-in-law at the game, there were two two times in the game that something – the worst possible thing that could have happened didn't, thankfully. Right. That was the first one. I said to him, I said, I, if ever there was a time that this guy didn't strike out, it's got to be now. Because if he strikes out in this spot, forget about it. Now, granted,
2: he almost had the best case scenario, too. He did. And the same at bat. Because if he hits a three-run home run there on opening day – Oh. send all the pressures off, and everybody loves him. Exactly. He
3: didn't you know, quite so, do that,
2: right? So he didn't get off.
3: He didn't go unscathed. So that was that was the one time. And then the second time was as Francisco was trotting into the from the bullpen. I said, if he blows this game, Oh forget it. It's gonna it's gonna set a tone with him and with this team yep. for the entire season. Yep. yep. You know, you, like you, you have a few bigger saves. You really will. Right, he would have been. They would have been better off losing the game four to two with him not even being a part of it. That's correct. Than him blowing a one nothing game. Yep. On opening opening day, so we got very lucky.
2: Yep. No, it was it was uh, on the field. Hey, look, we've we've said it. Both of our expectations for this team are to find out about players. This is a this is to me this is a year that can uh, expedite the rebuild. You can find out what you have in certain young players. You maybe get a look at Harvey and Familia. Uh, Eventually, you see what you have in Duda. There's no pressure. There's no expectations. You can build this team and know what you need next year and probably have money to spend next year to put a piece here or there. That's what this year is about. But that doesn't mean they have to suck.
3: Exactly, and on the same token, I got a little sense, and they were very subtle, very subtle things that they did that I noticed. You know, David Wright clapping his hands after he drove in the run, and, yep. and uh, you know, Santana struck somebody out, and Murphy did a little hop and a fist pump as he was running into the dugout, and Francisco at the end of the game celebrated, but you know, measured, yep. and like they were very businesslike in their approach, but also had this little edge to them, like you know what. We're 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 in we we're in on this season. We're, yeah. we're not throwing anything away here. Exactly. We're going to give it a shot.
2: It's like Collins said after the game. I mean, Collins Terry Collins was on with Francesa, and and you know Francesa of course is uh, terribly guiding him through this interview. Like, Hey, maybe you guys uh, want to win some games. Yeah, no, Mike, we don't. We want to go out there and hopefully lose eight nothing. Right. And and Collins said, yeah, well, you know what, these guys expect to win.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They're major league players. And there is a little bit of an us versus them, nobody thinks we can win mentality.
3: Right, and you don't need the you don't need the owner distributing T-shirts <laughs> that says that. But I but you you want to know something? That story kind of came and went, and you don't hear about it anymore. Story came and went quick. You don't hear about it anymore, but but the results are still. This team is kind of gelling together yeah. with a common uh, like a common goal. It seems, like a lot, it seems
2: like they like each other. We'll see. You know what? The, the best thing that could happen to this team, cow, would be to get off six and four. Or get off seven and three in the first ten. You know, because then they'll start to believe, hey, maybe we got a season here. Right. You know, and, and, you know, people, the fans will start to be like, hey, maybe we got a season here. You never know. Last year, they played hard. They were over 500 in August, and people like that team. They did. People like that team. When Murphy and Reyes got hurt on the same day against the Braves, they were two games over 500 and a couple games out of the wild card. Right. Do that again, and people will come back and watch you.
3: They but, will. It's li- but it's a little different because last year, people didn't like Carlos Beltran.
2: And the, you had the
3: specter of Reyes hanging over you. You people, don't have that
2: year this year. You had the
3: specter of Reyes hanging over you, and people didn't like K-Rod either.
2: Right. And you had the specter of when are they going to trade Beltran? Or are they going to trade Reyes at the break? Right. You don't have that this year.
3: And this year, what they're going to have to deal with are the specters of Pelfrey
2: and no fans,
3: and Bay, and no fans, and no fans. Or the fans, yeah, it's the fans that show up. What was ticket gate
2: today? That's what uh, our buddy Dan had texted us and said. How come there's no outrage out of you guys over what's on the post today? Which one cover the post. But Cal and I both went to the game early. We didn't have our normal routine. I didn't get my papers today.
1: Didn't see it, yeah.
2: I didn't see it. And apparently the Mets were like uh giving away tickets or they, basically the reason Francesa was talking about it is because the Mets papered the house. Right. But there's an an old theater saying, you know, a theater phrase called Papering the House. And that's, you know, giving away tickets, giving tickets to people, making sure there's a full house. Mhm. There. And if the Mets did that, then they did that. Who
1: cares? Who cares?
2: You know, if they have to give away the good, they have to give away tickets. Great. I hope they gave them to kids in orphanages. Like, who cares? It's money out of their pocket. I don't care. That's half the reason the fans are staying away. Right. Because they don't want to give money to the Wilpons. Right. So if they're giving away tickets for free,
3: Great. Who cares? I don't. I don't know. I don't know why it's such a big deal.
2: Because because it's New York, and because they have to talk about, it and people aren't going to opening day. Well, you know what? There were forty thousand people there today. Easy. And I don't know what the Mets said the number was, but there were forty thousand people there. And if the high price seats weren't sold out, well, guess what? When I watch the Yankee game and the home opener, I guarantee you their twenty five hundred dollar a seat tickets will not be sold out. I guarantee you there will be empty seats there we have seen it every year. So, please, enough. Speaking of the Yankees, let's talk about the Yankees real quick. Because they open their season tomorrow at Tampa. I love this. I love – this is a great matchup, like, right away. Yeah. Like, you would have thought, you know, Yankees always seem to open against Boston of late or whatever and have that early, early season early series with Tampa. I love it. I love it. You know, inexpensive, it's like uh, Target and Bloomingdale's, head-to-head.
3: Because
2: that's not a great analogy.
3: I think you could do a little better than Bloomingdale's. Yeah.
2: Hmm, where am I going there? Anyway. uh, Tiffany's. Tiffany's. It'll be CC versus, uh, who's pitching it? Uh, Price?
3: I think uh, Price or Shields.
2: The Yankees it will come in – well, now, you made a great point on Twitter the other day, Cal. It was a Yankee point, but it was a great point. That's not to say that you can't make great points about the Yankees. I'd like to think I could. You said the juxtaposition – or you were talking about the juxtaposition of perception, that if, 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 if things were juxtaposed, the perception surrounding the two New York teams are remarkably different That's in right. that if – the well, you say it. You say it better than I will.
3: I'm going to try to remember what it was. It was um, well, it was it was the of Chamberlain news,
2: and the Pineda news,
3: and the Pineda news. Yeah. So you know, two two members of your starting rotation. Well, two a member of your starting rotation, a member of your bullpen. Um, the the Pineda thing was a trade. They acquired a guy that turned out to be a little bit of damaged goods. Now he's not damaged. He's, he's just. He's hurt right now. For
2: the greatest hitting prospect in the history of baseball, right? Or so we were told. Right. In Jesus um, Montero, Austin Romine, Augustus Augustus Romine, August Romine, August Romine. <laughs> For Jesus Montero, we were told this is the greatest Yankee hitting prospect since uh, Mickey Mantle.
3: Right. And also, and he's on the DL. He's on the DL. He was. I mean, he he was when he was acquired. He was penciled right into the number two spot behind CC C. Sabathia right. in December.
2: Then he showed up to camp at 330 pounds, right, or whatever it was, and he couldn't throw the fastball more than 90 miles an hour. And now he's on the DL. Right
3: now he's still only 22 years old, if that. If that he's going to be a very good pitcher.
2: Not the point.
3: But not the point. You, the 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 point is well that there was that, and then of course you know at Chamberlain jumping on a trampoline and and destroying his ankle in the process.
2: Let's face it, getting a very Met injury.
3: Well, but, but that's that is the juxtaposition <laughs> right. that I was trying to get to. Yeah. Um, if this had been, oh, I don't know, if the Mets had traded uh, Matt Harvey for let's you know, for Pineda, if the Mets had traded their best prospect and brought in Pineda, who then. Turned up lame, went on the disabled list, and then um, Bobby Parnell was jumping on a trampoline and and broke his ankle. Could you? I mean, you you would not hear the end of it. Only the only the Mets meter would be completely like like I imagine like a little Mr. Met head on a scale, and like his head would explode off of the scale with blue and orange confetti going everywhere, like you know. People would not be able to help themselves. You'd have, like, you know, Matt Lauer. General news people would be commenting on it. Like, oh, Katie Kirk. Everybody, yeah. Good right. thing I don't play for the Mets. Right. They'd have, like, Kelly Rippa mispronouncing names. Right. How about those Mets? What's going on over there? Michael Pineda. <laughs> A good thing I'm not
2: him. But uh, but Gelman would like sprain an ankle. She'd be like, he must
3: play for the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a trampoline! No, we can't have a trampoline in here. Not what if we, we for the Mets. What are we? The Mets? Yet, yeah, Jabba Chamberlain is his, his only his only fault is being a good father. That's it.
2: Being you know, a good parent. It.
3: And everybody and everybody feels bad for him. Yeah. Everybody feels horrible. He's oh, he's a good kid, and now he's hurt. And,
2: and we he just... almost died, Bri. <laughs> Except he's probably going to pitch in June. Right. That was but it. he almost died.
3: It was it was life threatening. Touch and go for a minute. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, the talk juxtap- about a dopey way to die, by the way. By trampoline. I mean, could you imagine? Uh, well, if if that's the, I mean, you could die on a trampoline if you like landed on your neck.
2: Right, bleeding, bleeding <laughs> out
3: from ankle. <laughs> your ankle.
2: Like we have nobody there to tie a tourniquet. No one. Anyway, you're absolutely right. Like if that was if that was the Mets, forget about it.
3: But look, it's just amazing. It's just amazing the, how perception is
2: different. Yeah. yeah, and we we talked about this with Tebow. If Tebow was traded to the Patriots, it would have been like great move. Right, Belichick's a genius. Belichick's going to use him 20 snaps a game? Genius. Good luck stopping that. He's traded to the Jets. Rex and the Jets are
3: idiots. Circus act. (laughs) (laughs) They think they know something that nobody else knows.
2: 20 times a game is crazy. Anyway, uh, one thing about this Yankee rotation going into the season. Look, we know the lineup is there. You don't know what you're going to get out of A-Rod, Bri. I mean, they're a year older, but you still have Cano, who's going to be an MVP type player in his prime. Jeter proved last year that he, you know, can still be a very, very useful piece at shortstop. You don't know what you're going to get out of A. Rod and Teixeira. You know, Teixeira last year was 258 with 38, not great. You know, not not for 21 million dollars. So whatever. Um, so you wonder about another year with Teixeira, and if he gets off to a slow start, which he's notorious for. He's also not young at this point either. You have Granderson, who's turned into a really nice player. Granderson's a nice player. And am I convinced he's going to have a season like he did last year? Not necessarily. But Granderson's a really nice player, Brian. They have a very solid lineup. They stay, you know, Gardner's turned into a really nice player, a really nice piece at the top of the lineup. That rotation to me is still a little shaky now, like is Yvonne nova a nineteen win a seventeen win pitcher so I, don't th- we, I
3: don't I don't mean, think we know
2: that, yeah, do we know enough about that i mean they they brought back Andy Pettit for a reason you know if if they didn't need him, Cashman would have said no <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean
2: if if they didn't think that Andy Pettit could earn a spot, they would have told Andy, hey, you know what thanks, for no, thanks.
3: Well, I think they wanted. I think they wanted depth because before bringing back Pettit, they were pretty
2: thin, and they also knew that maybe something was up with Pineda. They must have. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you don't bring about you don't bring back Andy Pettit if you feel like you can't use him. And what's that say about their rotation that they can use a 40 year old once retired Andy Pettit? I'm. I just. I feel like it's. It's it's CC is the given, and there's a lot of question marks after him. There's Freddie Garcia's, there's Ivan Nova's, there's uh, Phil Hughes. Does Phil Hughes make the leap?
3: You don't know. You thought he did a couple of years ago, and then he regressed. Right. He pelfried. He he did Pelfrey. How about Corota? Cor- right. Kuroda's the two. Kuroda's the two.
2: Switching leagues. Yeah. Soft soft tossing left handers in the uh, AL East. How's that going to go? Cal, I, I think their, their rotation is suspect, but of course, I think they'll be there. I think they'll hit enough to make up for it. Their bullpen is excellent. I think the bullpen's very, very good. Uh, and of course, that bullpen, those, you know, bullpens sort of win in the AL East. It's sort of like it can be a slugfest, it can be like eight, seven. And then the Yankees have made a living beating up on bad bullpens. Right. So um I think that I think boy, I think the AL East is gonna be really interesting this year.
3: The Red Sox could be a fourth place team. Very easily. Could be. Very easily. Toronto it's, looks good.
2: Yep. You could see the Blue Jays jumping over them.
3: Could. Yep.
2: So uh Yankees open up tomorrow in Tampa. I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's at three o'clock, Bry. I don't know. That'd be nice. I'm really looking forward to the Yankees opener as well. Um and baseball's back.
3: That's, I think oh, that's, that's the big thing cool. Did you see any of the, of the opening game Which, alright, let's, let's spend 45 seconds on this atrocity Go ESPN has the Marlins Yes I am no fan of the Marlins Please do not misinterpret what I'm about to say here <laughs> They have the Marlins open up Wednesday night yep. In a made for TV spectacle In that brand new ballpark In Miami against the yes. Cardinals that then okay. go, um, and then they have them go to Cincinnati for a day game today.
2: Wait, the Marlins did?
3: Yeah. So they okay. played one. They played one game. Wait, what? Listen to this. <laughs> they played one game. Right. A, a one game homestand.
2: To open up the new park.
3: To open up the new park and the new season.
2: On ESPN.
3: Even though the season had officially started a week ago in In Japan,
2: Japan, which nobody knew about,
3: right? So they make you know, ESPN traditionally has the first game of the season on the night before everybody opens during the day, right? Okay, so it's almost like they're ignoring that what happened to Japan (laughs) actually happened, and it was the A's
2: and the Mariners,
3: right? Like they they couldn't have found two more innocuous teams in the league to send (laughs) over there.
2: They really don't give a crap.
3: We'll pretend it doesn't happen, but we'll give them each a win to start the season. <laughs> but the Marlins, we're in the new Miami ballpark. That's opening night. Ugh. which 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 the ballpark is is just you know,
2: it's garish. It's I was just gonna say it's a touch garish. Yeah, I I particularly found the aquarium behind home plate, in the walls.
3: A bit a much. Li- it's a little over the top. You know, I don't, I don't know what that contraption is in center field.
2: Well, we haven't seen it yet.
3: We haven't seen it. Well, we've seen it, but we it hasn't been activated.
2: Right, but I'm saying it's a home run rabbit, right? Or a home it's, run rabbit, home run sculpture.
3: It's yeah, but I don't know what it does. I mean, the the walls are are lime green. Yes. You and know,
2: there was a big article I read, Cal. I think it was on Deadspin, maybe. J- just the other day about the opening of the new ballpark and how forward it is, you know, a forward thinking ballpark and how retro ballparks are a thing of the past. Oh, and how the Mets screwed that up.
3: Oh, OK.
2: Right. You know, because, uh, I mean, even though it would have been stupid for the Marlins to build a retro ballpark because there's no baseball history in Miami right, or in Florida for that matter. So you can't really kill the Mets for building a retro ballpark because there's National League Baseball in New York since 1890. <laughs> you know, but the Mets screwed it up. They, they, they are stuck with a building that's already outdated. Is it really? Wow. How? how why? That's how is that already outdated? Outdated. Yeah. Because
3: it doesn't have a fish tank. That's right. Interesting.
2: Yeah, because there's no fish tank behind home plate.
3: So it's outdated because there's no roof on it. It's outdated. That's right. But uh, uh, did you see the bobblehead museum? No. Uh
2: At that new park in Miami, Cal, there's a bobblehead museum. I think they have 500 bobbleheads. Okay. In glass. In this huge case. Uh-huh. And it shakes.
3: The case shakes? Correct. So the heads are all going at once. Heads
2: are moving at all times.
3: Wow. It's... Ridiculous. It's like an Asian video game that park. <laughs> really? Everything about it, it's like, you know, if you're prone to seizures, you might not want to go over there. I'm surprised there's not
2: Hello Kitty uh like <laughs> advertisements on like their helmets and stuff.
3: <laughs> I mean it really is. It's it's yeah. it's it's over the top. Does it have anything to do with baseball? It's got a it's got a diamond in four bases. So I tell
2: you what, though, Count can't kill them. No, well, Miami. What are you going to build in Miami?
3: Yeah, I mean, when when you look at the park, Miami comes to mind. Right.
2: You're not going to build City Field in Miami.
3: Right. It's like okay, this this kind of fits with the motif of South Beach, but. It's just it's just a little little rough on the
2: eyes. Well, but another but, reminder why
3: why we don't live in South Beach. Exactly. <laughs> but going back but going back to my original point, they they put this one game in Miami, so the Marlins can open against the Cardinals, and then the Marlins have a, a two o'clock game in Cincinnati today.
2: Right, because the National League season and the baseball season is always supposed to start in Cincinnati during the day. By the way.
3: Right. Well, that that's gone by the wayside in the I last know. few years anyway. I know. But they did get a two o'clock start.
2: Annoying to me though that that's that's always the way it's supposed to be, always.
3: Yeah, because as a kid, you always remember it was a Monday afternoon. Yep. Cincinnati would get the first game. They would start like an hour before everybody else. Yep. And you know, like you'd go to the Met opener, but Cincinnati had been playing already. They have the they had the parade in Cincinnati.
2: because they're the oldest team.
3: It was it was a big deal, and then you know. ESPN got involved.
2: Yep, and they and they muffled it.
3: They did, but I just I just I thought that that was they really got that wrong. Uh, it was fortuitous for us because the Marlins lost both games
2: again. Off to that zero and two start.
3: Right. Um, I saw I saw a poll on ESPN which which Miami duo will win more championships: LeBron and Dwayne Wade or Reyes and Ramirez? Nah. <laughs> And I thought the timing of that is, is kind of odd because let's see Reyes and Ramirez win a game. Yeah. Like an actual game rather than a championship.
2: Let's see them decide who fields a ground ball between them. <laughs> that was great. Because that was the most enjoyable thing I saw about opening night.
3: Uh, they're, they're looking at each other. The ball goes between them. And then there's, there's Ozzie Guillen shaking his right. head.
2: There's Ozzie Guillen ready to pull one of them or fight one of them.
3: And immediately after, um, Gian was in a confessional talking to a camera that was off <laughs> off center. I don't know why they stopped the game to do that. And his name was like scratched and, you know.
1: That's right. His script, name was in- Ozzy at the
3: bottom. Right. I-, I
2: don't know why they don't go for that ball, man.
3: It was weird.
2: Why does he do that to me? He makes it so personal. If Hanley doesn't want to play, then he shouldn't play.
3: Ozzy. <laughs> Ozzy.
2: Then they put three innings later on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, they didn't. You didn't even see the three innings of game. <laughs> they just That's right. fast forwarded. <laughs> oh, made for TV Marlins. Oh my God, the real hey, world Miami.
2: The real world Miami. Hey, um, so the baseball is open. Teams opening up. We're very very excited. Um, I did want to uh, bring PJ back in here for the fun load, but also Hi, to. Hi everyone! <laughs> you you almost did a uh, Lenny and Squiggy there. Hello. <laughs> they were real slime of the earth. They were real slime of the earth. Show hello. hello. <laughs> Ladies, we was wondering. Can we, bar- <laughs> can we borrow some sugar? <laughs> we have a hot date tonight. Weren't they always dating twins? How many oh, sets of twins? Asked. Always, always. Twins. How many sets of twins were there in the Milwaukee area? What, what was going on?
0: They got cast castoffs. That's
3: what it was. At all? Squigman wasn't that that his name? Leonard Squigman. Well, no, it was Le- Lenny and Sque- Lenny and Squiggy. but his full name
2: was Squigmund.
3: Was it? Is that where Squiggy came from?
2: I think so. I think like it wasn't oh, a he- nickname.
3: I believe his,
0: like that. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember what his first name was now.
2: I think that was his first name. I
3: think Squigman was his first name. Squ- Wait, Squigman was his first name. I thought so. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Hello. <laughs> <At>
2: <laughs> they were real dirtbags, Cheryl. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ladies, we were wondering. <laughs> I,
2: I, I just always want to make that entrance. I always want to make that entrance.
0: <laughs> is, is that why you're I, always hovering around people's doors? That's correct. That's why I'm always waiting outside You're the waiting door for, for a good to, cue?
2: For somebody to say something bad about somebody.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I'm such an idiot. Hello.
1: This
3: yogurt like he not have.
0: Hello. Oh, I blew it.
3: He couldn't have better time. <laughs> this, yogurt, this
2: yogurt is bad. Hello. <laughs> that didn't work. Oh, we'll do well. it again.
0: We'll do it again. Back to one. Back to one.
2: Everybody. Everybody, go back to one. <laughs> uh, Paige. The uh, the Jets are rumored to be uh, interested in doing hard knocks.
3: Andrew Squigman.
2: Andrew Squigman. Andrew,
3: right yeah. thank you.
2: Nice. What was Lenny's name?
3: Uh, Lenny Kuznaski.
2: Of course. The brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Michael McKeon. Brilliant.
3: Boy, Who
0: was he wasted on SNL.
2: Oh, what a disaster! Right?
0: Wait, a so poorly used. Under- I, th- I think the other cast members were afraid of him.
2: I think so too. I think he was like too much of a heavy. But he shouldn't, was he, shouldn't he have been on that Christopher Guest cast? He he's mm. like the missing element of that all-star year.
1: Mm. Like, yeah, wouldn't you have traded?
2: Wouldn't you have traded Gary Kroger for Michael McKeon on that cast?
0: I would not. Uh, there's not much. Gary Kroger was, trade was Gary good. Kroger for. I but love I'm saying. That
2: All right, but I'm saying you can make a trade on that cast. Who are you getting rid of? Kazurinski, Brad Mm -hmm. Hall, maybe. I trade Brad Hall for McKeon without a doubt. But you know,
0: better writer than a performer, Brad
3: Hall.
2: And married to Julia Louis-Dreyfus.
3: Well, that you might have changed the course of history. Have you you trade Brad Hall for Michael McKeon?
2: Maybe he, maybe she marries Michael McKeon.
3: Maybe (laughs) Seinfeld never happens.
2: That's
3: right. Hello. (laughs)
2: so page yeah Jess, hard knocks again what do you think
0: you know i'm a tv guy in certain respects um i think that's a great idea
1: yeah <laughs> i knew you
0: were going to say that <laughs> that that just makes me kind of tingle actually
2: the selfish yeah, the selfish part of me is like, oh, just do it, just do
1: it. I mean,
0: I, I, you know, I have to remember back and think that I thought that, uh, you know, there was a certain amount of playing for the camera that we actually started to not appreciate. I do remember. Right. That. Um, but right now that sounds like just a great thing. I want, I want to see some behind the scenes, Tebow Sanchez, some grumbling if there's going to be grumbling. I want to witness the grumbling.
2: Oh, it's such a magnificently bad idea that it has to happen.
0: It, it kind of has to happen. <laughs> it's like bringing Puck back to the real world over and
3: over again.
2: <laughs> Wait, this is a real world themed night. We just went back to the Puck. My He's
3: going to play left field for the Marlins, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's got no
3: baseball a- uh, ability whatsoever. He's riding a skateboard. <laughs> out in <of> left field. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs>
1: He just, yeah,
2: we are really dating ourselves, gentlemen. Really yeah, wow. dating ourselves.
1: That's six, uh, 18 making, years ago. Yeah, making
2: real-world references to puck.
0: 18 years ago
2: <laughs> Wow.
0: Are you saying that's not an evergreen topic? I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to ready, ready to geriatric with Cal and <laughs> Well, <laughs> I got um, my
0: flannel on. Come on.
2: That's right. I'm wearing shorts and a flannel. <laughs> I'm wearing big khaki shorts, both uh, uh, <laughs> boots and a flannel.
0: I got my Dan Cortese poster
2: and the Chicago White Sox hat backwards. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good look. And I'm and you know what? I'm so angry.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: really angry and I'm angsty.
0: I was never angry. I mean, You 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 were never angry, but you didn't
2: do the 90s. Wait, how did did
0: he not do the 90s?
2: He took two 80s and went right to the 1000s. Oh. You didn't do the 90s.
0: Not like other people did the 90s. That's very true.
2: You did not have an ounce of angst. An ounce.
0: No, I thought most of that music was really ridiculous.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And self-important. Go ahead, say it. I
0: really did. I really did. (laughs)
2: PJ took two eighties and went right to the thousands,
0: <laughs> and he
2: and he he mixed in a little seventies along the way. Seventies were I always like there. there. That that was was just... Yeah, the seventies were always there. The Yes album was always you know within within reach. <laughs> <laughs> that was,
3: it was, was kind of the, the background the of everything,
2: right? Metal, a copy of Metal never got too far away from his you know his his reach.
0: That's true. That was always in my car. <laughs> that sounds like a joke, but that's like. Documentary.
2: Right. right. I, love, um, I love the idea that there are completely two facets to this Jets on hard knocks again. There's the Jets fan in me, which is like, please no. It would be <laughs> the absolute worst thing for the team. They just need to be quiet and go to Cortland and do their thing, and Tebow's going to be enough of a circus, and nothing good can come of this. Please just shut up and get ready to play football. And then there's the other part of me that loves to just Are you kidding? Let's see it. Put it out there. Tebow, Sanchez, Cromarty. Like, can you imagine the conversation between Cromarty and Tebow?
1: Ooh.
2: Hey, how you doing? I've never had sex before. I have nine children with eight different women. How you doing? Oh, it's gonna
0: be great. It's gonna be let's, great. Let's go get a snapple. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get the feeling that like Mangold would be would be the kind of guy who leaves like really uh, inappropriate things in his locker. Like Tebow <laughs> keeps opening up his locker and there's like pictures from Hustler or something in there. See Nick Mangold in the background just cracking up, right? Like, like, you like you know. the
2: centerfold centerfold from Jugs hanging up in his locker. Yeah, the there'll, be, there'll be
0: some there'll be some hazing, you know?
2: Oh, that'd be magnificent. That's what I mean. I'm this. I'm completely of two minds on this.
0: No, it, I, I think it needs to be witnessed.
2: I, it needs I, to be staged. I, Cal, I think it's going to happen. Cal, you're shaking your head. I think going to happen.
3: Well, you know, after the trade was made, we said it. We said it on this very program. Rack the tape. How 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 fast did and the NFL call the Jets right to do hard knocks,
2: and then we said how fast did the Jets call the NFL right
3: right and a, apparently very fast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well.
3: Think of it like, from a television standpoint,
0: from an HBO programmer standpoint. If it's not the Jets this year, what other team do you justify going to?
2: The only one time? is the Saints. Sure. Right. The only one is the Saints. You can justify the Saints because – and Cal, did you hear any of the ta- – I'm sorry, Peach. we got to – got to talk about this. Did you, All right, you're PG? done. Get out of
3: here, PJ? I, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm sorry, gonna go. PJ. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my third of the year. We're,
3: we're, we're, we're doing sports again. Get out of here. We're out of right. time, Peach. <laughs> apologies to
2: Lindsay Buckingham.
3: We still love you PJ.
2: No, Peach, come back. No,
3: this is come back. I was kidding. This is uh this is this involves everybody. But Gal, uh, did you hear the tapes? I didn't he- I didn't hear the tapes. I heard a little oh, bit of what was on. Goodness.
2: The smoking gun. They got the smoking gun with the Saints. Greg Williams saying about Michael Crabtree Take out his ACL. Right. Uh before the game. Uh with our or with uh Alex Smith Hit him in the effing head as many times as you can. Get in his head. Hit his head. I want him hit in the head.
3: This is a playoff game from from this year. From this year. The last game that the Saints played this year.
2: That's right. They were already under investigation three years ago. They're still doing this.
3: Where did the tape surface from? Somebody had him. We don't know who?
2: Doesn't – I mean, I'd be – it can't be Shockey. He wasn't on the team this year. Right. You know, Shockey already blew the whistle. Okay. Can't be shocking.
3: Now, where did – There's so,
2: apparently video footage of that cow with him making the money sign, as he's saying. All
3: right. Now, I don't I don't know the story. Does, is this NFL footage from, from the – No. This is – someone shot this? It can't be. It it's, it. it's You
2: know what it sounds like? They were playing it this morning on Boomer and Carton uh, uh, as we were on our way to play pitch and putt before the game. Wow, that was a long sentence and needless. Um, and uh, <laughs> they were playing, and it just sounds like somebody with like an iPhone in the locker like, room pregame.
3: So like somebody that was was looking to to get this out,
2: either that or maybe it was like a trainer or like a, a ball boy. It could have been anybody. You know what I mean? It just sounded like it was recorded very, you know, uh, haphazardly, like by an iPhone or something like that. But it's, I mean, it's damning. Mm. I mean, if if if. Greg Williams ever thought he was getting a job again good luck he's done with football he's done he'll never coach again ever and I would not be surprised if, if one thing it does and they said this this morning and I totally agree and maybe there's been more news on this I didn't check Twitter today I, I went Twitter free it was so enjoyable just to enjoy the ball game no Jets nonsense it was just such a nice day
1: huh.
2: No Adam Rubin. You know, no, just snark. I just took the day off. Interesting. Um, But now you see the severity of these penalties with Peyton suspended for the year, and now you see why. Because the The
3: NFL had this... The NFL knew about the tapes? That's right. They had a smoking gun. Well, then that makes sense.
2: And uh, there's, you know... uh, uh, there was another guy, like a convicted felon, like outside the team, who was putting up money, or something like that, and the players knew about it. Oh, it's
0: it bad. It's like the plot line of Luck on HBO.
2: Yeah, uh, Peach, it is an it, it, it is bad. I mean, it is getting this <laughs> this scandal is now a scandal. It's getting worse every day. You know How's you know that
0: going to help Hard Knocks? No offense.
2: Because they have to have a new coach, they have to have uh, their, their coach is suspended for a year.
0: Right. You're, you not, know, you're, co- not gonna player, you're not going to get the players. You're not going to the players is the wrong term. You're not going to get the people that you want to see on tape.
2: No, but you're getting an organization that has to respond to this, and that has to. You know, you have Drew Brees on that team. This is a team that won 13 games last year and was a game away from the you know the Super Bowl.
0: You're just going to get a lot of people under pressure, I guess
2: that you, you're going to get a lot of people. In, and, and everybody, the other thing uh, you've got to take into account is everybody loves the Saints.
3: Well, that, and that was the point I was going to bring up. It's amazing how after the whole Katrina thing, the Saints became like America's team, yep. and everybody rallied around the city of New Orleans and the, and the Saints themselves and the rebuilding of the Superdome, and then they took that momentum and won a Super Bowl with it. All the while, they had a guy in the locker room paying out bounties for what? injuries, not for, not for not for taking
2: a guy out of the game.
3: No, 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 for 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 injuring another player with and, with with specificity, and that's happening while the rest of the world thinks they're America's darlings. Yeah, that's yep. just just the parallel of the two. That's and, the, and story. the and the timing is unbelievable.
2: Right, you have one of the all-time still all-time good guys in the NFL and Drew Brees, right? who does all this charity work with Katrina and, and is, is a wonderful source in the community and was a cast-off and nobody wanted him because he had a bad shoulder and he goes down to New Orleans and becomes a huge star. I mean, the story was wonderful. And they won a Super Bowl. And now it turns out that they had coaches and players that some of the worst guys in the NFL because they weren't just giving a bounty. A bounty is one thing. I mean, it yeah, no. really is. It, it's about, you know, guys saying, oh, 500 bucks for a big hit or something like that is one thing. It's another thing when the coach says, he's got a bad ACL. Go for that. And five grand to the guy who takes him out by the leg and his ACL. That's, that's, that's not right. That's that, you can't, that you can't have. And to target guys' heads in the NFL with concussions. And you right. can't. You know, Alex Smith had a, hist- had, had a concussion that year or whatever. You can't. Can't say that and offer money to the guy who gives him a concussion.
0: Right. You can't write that.
2: You can't. That's not real, is it? It's not real. This is simply a two-word review. Um, so anyway, that went down today, Cal. That was fascinating. So they would be good for hard knocks. They him, would be solid.
3: Yeah, let them do it.
2: Yeah, let him, Let it not be the Jets.
3: Let it be the Jets. I just,
2: <laughs> I'm unbelievably, I'm giggling like a schoolgirl. I'm unbelievably of two minds about this. I'm,
3: I'm of one singular mind. Yes. Stay the heck away.
2: <laughs> please, please, no. That's your mind. All right, I, let's
1: do the. I'm let's intrigued. do the. It,
2: PJ wants it to happen. I, I I'm, I think badly. Like I think you, I think you're rooting for this more than you would root for a game.
0: I no, look, I'm not no. I just think it, it's if you can make some a quality show out of that, because I'm down on reality television anyway. Right. If there's a chance that it can be good and uh, compelling, then I say you you, you got to do it.
2: George is down. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, fair enough
1: Time for a fun load, baby Time for a fun load, baby Time for a right. fun load Time for a fun load, baby Time for a fun load
0: I've been told that uh, I shouldn't have used baby.
2: Why? What's wrong with baby?
0: Sexist.
2: (laughs) No, no. what's wrong with being sexy?
3: East. East. Oh. If it's good enough for Bieber, it's good enough for you.
2: It's such a fine line, isn't it? Between clever and stupid.
3: Stupid. He did a little
2: twist on it, didn't he? There's nothing wrong with it. That's right. That's what I always say. Or at least I've said for the last, I don't know, 18 months.
3: Baby. It's
2: good enough for Bieber. It's good enough for the fun loads.
3: He's clearly on to something that kid.
2: I, I like that so.
3: young
0: lady.
2: <laughs>
0: She's a major talent.
2: She is a talent, that one.
0: I just hope she comes well, I, I'm
2: sorry, what's that now? That's a guy? Is that, I'm being told that's a guy.
0: Looks Jeez. more like a young Katie Lang every time I see him.
2: <laughs> and that's tonight's fun load, everybody. <laughs> How much does Justin Bieber look like Katie Lang? No, we that's have right. we have uh we have nine minutes for the fun load because we are ending at eleven ten tonight. We are? Yes.
0: I have no idea. I, I, I
2: Okay. If it's eleven eleven, so be it. Um here's what I wanted to ask you guys. I had this thought the other day. I got a fortieth birthday party to go to this weekend, a good buddy of ours turned forty. And uh, I was hunting around for a gift for him. Big sports fan. He's a good
0: buddy. Why wasn't I invited? He's not your buddy. All right.
2: <laughs> we don't share all our friends, Peach. I do know Fine. some people outside of you. Fine. Like two people outside of you. Um. So I was, you know, looking for a gift. And uh, I'll say, because he doesn't listen to the show, so I'll say I, I got him a uh, Kingman, an autographed. Uh, Dave Kingman picture. That's Kingman hitting home run. It's really cool. I actually found it. It's a rare one, autographed by Dave Kingman.
1: Blah blah. blah.
3: Did you say? Oh, well, maybe I'll find him something else, and I'll keep this one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> maybe he needs a new hat. And maybe I'll,
2: maybe an umbrella makes a nice gift for a forty year old man. Um, no. So, but my my question to you would be, fortieth uh, birthday. Uh. His wife is throwing him a party. It's not a surprise party. Oops, I've ruined it. No, it's not a surprise party or whatever. But they're, they're having a party nice at a restaurant or whatever. So two questions. One, your wife is throwing you a 40th birthday party. You can have it anywhere you want. What do you, What do you do for it? And two, what's a good gift that I could get you? Cal, we're gonna be forty in a couple of years. PJ, I think you're fifty three? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so uh,
2: all right, go go on the first one.
0: My first car was a new Pinto. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't touch the back. An AMC <laughs> Pacer. An AMC Pacer. It was really nice. Uh so Cal, uh your fortieth birthday. Your birthday is what, February twenty
3: something? Yes.
2: Um, so that's kind of a bad sports time to do live event.
3: It's a really bad sport, So there's nothing going on except uh, hockey or basketball.
2: Okay, but you, you're you're going to have a 40th birthday party. What do you do? The other reason I thought of this, by the way, Brian, is just because of the party deck, the party city deck at City Field.
3: Right. That's right. Um, I you know I wouldn't want a party, and I and I, and I know that that really. I mean... Look, I, I'm I'm gonna play along with you.
2: I don't, know you
3: don't want a party. Don't worry, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a party. Next. <laughs> Way to piss all over the. Steve, promo. we're still
0: throwing party, right? We're still we still doing that thing we said we're gonna do, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Just for just for that, you're getting a
3: party. Oh man. Um, oh, where would I want it? In <laughs> February, yeah. I see. Now, I would require I would. Actually, request that it be moved to uh, to the springtime.
2: So you're moving your birthday.
3: Yeah, well, I'm not moving my birthday. I'm moving a party. I don't, you know, I let's, you know, my birthday's in February. But why don't we all? Why don't we do something? You want to do something for me? Let's do it in the spring. So we can be outside. <laughs> are you writing
2: know. this down, Peach?
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> take notes for two years from now. Um. So what are you doing? What am I doing? Quite honestly, what's related? Sports related? What would I? Do? Oh man! Why is this such a hard question? Well, I'm going to turn it around on you then. Do you have an answer? I do. Even tell me. I, I I
2: would want. I always go to I always uh, go to my uh, Met game on my birthday. That's right. Uh, unless they're out of town, then I go before they leave town or when they come back. A couple years ago, Teresa uh, took me to the Met game and put my name up on the scoreboard. Happy birthday, Sam Pete. And Johan twirled a gem against the Phillies. And then uh, the year after that, uh, I went to the birthday, uh, uh, the Met game with Uncle Tommy and Aunt Jaron Teresa, and they put my name on the scoreboard. We sat behind home plate, and Ike Davis hit two home runs against the Giants. You remember that game, Cal?
3: I do remember that game.
2: So I would want my 40th birthday to be at City Field in the new party deck. They got the party seats now in left field.
3: Okay. How cool would that be? That would be cool.
2: It would be fun. And, a, and a, I would like to go to a ball game on my 40th birthday. However, making that a surprise sort of difficult. Well,
3: well that's, that's a whole other piece of this. Would you want to be surprised? I don't know. Have you ever had a surprise
2: party
1: thrown for you?
3: I have never had a surprise party thrown for me, but I was, taking, I was taken to an Islander game as a surprise birthday present by a group of friends. Once again, not involving PJ, or I. No, well, this was, you know, high school. <laughs> these, were, these were work friends. It's all coming out of the wash now. These were work friends, which it's actually a very funny story because you may be asking yourself, how would you be surprised to go to a, a hockey game?
2: I was did, asking myself that.
3: How does that happen? How do? You, how would you fall for something like that? You know, um, it was an elaborate scheme cooked up by my brother-in-law, who wasn't my brother-in-law at the time, but uh, that his college, he, he went to school at Polytechnic University, which should have th- that should have been a clue right there that they were having a floor hockey tournament. So he says, "Why don't you come play in this floor hockey tournament? It'd be fun." like, all right, you know, what, what, you know, wear a jersey, you know, wear a hockey jersey and bring your, so here I am like a, like a goof, a 17-year-old kid in my Islander jersey and I got all my hockey equipment with me and he, and he literally drives to the school. He drives to the parking lot of Polytechnic University, which is not, not far from here. It's in Farmingdale. We get there and the parking lot's completely empty. Like, what's, you know, WTF, you know, and he says, he says, Can you just you know open the glove compartment? He opened the glove compartment and there are the tickets. Wow. He says, We're going to the hockey game instead. Ooh. I said, Oh, that's really cool. And then when I get there there was another group of people already waiting that were in on the surprise.
2: Very nice.
3: So, so you, that was
2: so you have had a surprise party thrown for you.
3: Wasn't a party, but it was a surprise event Were there more
2: than three people there. Yeah, there was. And it's a party.
3: It was well done. Um, I don't think I would want any kind of big fuss made as like, a, you know, like I'm the center of attention at a party, though. Right. You know, something like that. Like if if something could be pulled off like that with you. Although as a 40-year-old man, I don't think you'd fall for anything like that.
2: I'm not that gullible.
3: PJ, have you ever had a party, surprise
2: party thrown for you? Yes. Go on.
0: <laughs> In my 20s. Right. My, mm, were we wait, were we married? I don't think we were married. My, I don't
2: know. I wasn't uh, invited to your wedding.
0: My fiance, my affiance, arranged your fi-
2: your uh, finance.
0: a small surprise party for me. And it was the one day that I left work early. And Ever? It, yeah.
3: He's and a worker. Ain't... He's a worker bee.
0: I, once I'm there, I don't leave.
3: Legendary work ethic. It,
0: you just got to get me there. That's,
3: that's, that's <laughs> hard. Uh, he
0: doesn't get out and, of bed. I almost completely blew it. I came You're home the, the, and the, the chain was on the door. Which so, never happened. Why, why is the door chained? And, and uh, she was on the other side of the door saying, You can come in. So I was sure she was having an affair. Some oh, time. boy. Yeah. <laughs> So i was getting really steamed and she said go away and come home and you're supposed to come home all
2: right so you were thrown at a surprise party to almost disastrous results <laughs>
0: yes it didn't go since then. it's never been approached
2: that that almost ended your wedding
0: yeah yeah it was almost all, everything was almost called off It was just shit that. excellent yeah where would you
2: where would you uh Want your fortieth, your birthday? See, yours is tough too, Cal. His is January fifth. Ooh, very tough.
0: Can I tell? Very... You, can I tell you what happened? Because you're going to learn everything.
3: Sure, let's have it.
0: What I that night? Hints, started dropping hints the <laughs> summer before. So six months out. I started oh, fortieth. Oh yeah. Uh, no. For for where I wanted to go.
3: I'm so confused right now. Which party are we talking about? The one where the door was chained, or
0: no, 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 40th. Okay. Because cause I wanted to go out. I started dropping hints. Uh, invoked even uh, your brother, Sam Pete, because I said we want you know, to be, you know, it'd be great if we got together and we celebrated our 40th together, and we right. went to like Nobu or something like that, or maybe one of Bobby Flay's places. It would be great, you know. I, whenever whenever there was like a special on the Food Network, I would turn it on and turn it up really loud. This would be great, you know, <laughs> this kind of thing. Okay, and now the other side of it: what do you want for your fortieth birthday? Now, I am very into uh, memorabilia, and I'm very into Pink Floyd. You know this.
2: Yes, our listeners know this too.
0: What's well, my theme song? Come on. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, I would find things on the internet, call my wife over, hey, look at this, there's a signed edition of the wall, signed by all four members of the band, isn't this cool, hey, look at this, there's a signed guitar, charity guitar, this is great, something. I mean, you know, kept dropping it over and over and over and over, and, you know, fine. 40th birthday comes, nothing. <laughs> cool. Nothing. Oh, God. Silence. <laughs> like the morning after the war. Silent, deafening. Like
3: really nothing? Or or did you come to find out that there was something?
0: Kids made me breakfast in bed. Okay. Kids brought me cards. And I'm looking around like, okay, what else? And? She says, uh, well, I figured we'd go shopping for something. Oh. Really? We're gonna go shopping? Okay.
3: Did you have to drive?
0: Five months go by. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Her wow. birthday comes and her birthday comes and goes. She is she is lauded with gifts like she's the new Dalai Lama. <laughs> she turns the big four O. Her birthday <laughs> celebration lasts. Two weeks, she gets a cake everywhere she goes. Every every home of every member of the extended family, she gets a cake and a party and a present. I'm standing there like, what is this? Mother's Day comes, she gets more presents. Well, because she's a mom. Father's Day comes, silence. <laughs> Nothing. So out of self-defense... I went out and I bought myself a bicycle for Father's Day. And I said, This is mine. <laughs> End of story. A sky bike. The story ends there. That's it. That's it. So there was my fortieth.
3: Do you want go, go
0: scratch with your plans? Go make all your plans. Call me and tell me tell me let me know how it went.
3: <laughs> happy fortieth, I bought
2: myself a bike. Six, Six months, months later. later.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nothing. Well, can I, can I ask?
0: Island. Oh, Did wait, you I know, you, you know, you know what I actually got for my 40th birthday? The day before, my cat died. That's what I got. <laughs> God. That's what I got.
2: There's no there uh, got cat ashes in a box. Right. There's no hallmark for that.
0: Wait, they put the I cat see. ashes in a box for you? They did, and they sent a lovely card. I got a really nice card from the vet.
3: <laughs> was it you? Was it you,
2: Pete? You put on Facebook like I don't need a card, a sympathy card from the vet. It's
0: after on the you, blog.
2: After you've euthanized my cat, <laughs> that right. was on the blog.
0: That was on the blog. <laughs> That's right. It was bothering me the other day too.
2: On rtu sports dot uh, com, PJ wrote, <laughs> "Hey, look, I don't need a condolence <laughs> card after you've euthanized my cat." Right. I'm all good.
0: I'm all good.
2: I don't I need to hear
0: from you. Right. I think I the going, transaction's over. I was going over. for some paperwork looking for – I was going to get my taxes ready, and that card was actually in the box. <laughs> it, uh, it started to purple up again. I don't need to right. – I kept the card, though, obviously, so it meant something.
1: right.
2: Here endeth the transaction. <laughs> <laughs> I give so, yeah, you a I'm thick cat.
0: I'm beyond 40. I'm, 40. I'm past 40. I'm over 40. It's done. Right. I got So that went nothing. well, then. In a box with a ribbon. Who got?
3: Yeah. Did you ever express this disappointment to your family, or no? Or do we have to play this episode? On my forty-first birthday.
0: Yeah. Well, on my, I'm, 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 she's gonna come down the hallway now and start screaming at me. (laughs) On my forty-first birthday, I just started yelling. (laughs) Because you know what I got on my forty-first birthday?
2: (laughs) Gallstones.
0: (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) What is, in, is going the on over, over there? Beds this time. What is and going on over there? And I just started screaming that you you people are lousy at this.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, they, they they treat your wife like she's uh, the you know, the queen of Spain and they've just come back from uh exploring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we have all these spices. <laughs>
0: Or Oprah. they adorn you with oil. <laughs>
2: right. We have, we have these fine silks.
0: <laughs> Who's that guy over there Was <laughs> <laughs> his birthday, too? Uh, put him Bring in the corner him. with some peanuts. Right. He'll be fine.
3: He'll well, go I'm shopping
0: su- for himself.
3: I feel like we've brought up a very sore subject.
0: Oh, well, you know what? You you, you, you tipped your hat before. He said, we're going to talk about uh, 40th birthday. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> oh I, good! I, can I, I, I can't wait to finally get this out somewhere. Because you notice that one never appeared on Facebook. No. <laughs> I left that one alone. But you know what? If someone's going to ask me directly, they're going to get the story.
2: I love it. Well, that that certainly made it a fun load. One <laughs> <laughs> for you. Yeah, exactly. All
1: right. That
2: is all the app, we have episode 3. thirteen. The town,
0: and,
1: yeah. DJ, I have still not finished this
0: beer, but I am feeling a little dizzy. Don't it on that beer. Yep, notorious pipe. When's the
1: new album drop, notorious? I miss so much Say again?
0: <laughs>
2: I said, when's the new album
1: drop? Very
0: soon. Very
2: soon. Yeah lightweight album uh,
0: I'm waiting for Kitten <laughs> Play to call me back
1: <laughs> Cal final
3: I would like to wish those of you that celebrate a happy Passover those others of you that celebrate a happy Easter this weekend and to everybody all mankind a happy opening day
2: very nice and my final unload uh, is on the baseball tip It was just great to be at opening day today. There's nothing quite like being at a baseball game uh, in the afternoon uh, during a weekday. Because, you know, the worst day at a baseball game is better than any day at work. (laughs) All right. uh, Join us next week. Uh, We're actually going to have an interview with Bill Pito from MSG. Uh, So uh, we're going to do that interview next week, and then we'll put it up on the air. We'll also have our draft show coming up. draft is three weeks away. So uh, join us for that, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Check us out on iTunes, search Ready to Unload, and download all the episodes. also www.rtusports.com. And uh, coming soon, Cal, big news, t-shirts. Coming soon. That's right. That's right.